You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Now it's time for a view from Japan with John Ben, Vice Chair Research at the Asian Development Bank Institute. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. And you? I'm fine. Thanks. Good to hear. And am I pronouncing your name correctly, Ben? That's correct. That's fine, yes. Oh, that's excellent to hear. I'm so pleased. Anyway, BlackRock and other major finance firms are upgrading their ratings for Japanese stocks. Do you have the same confidence? Well, I think not only uh, BlackRock are interested in investment in Japan, there are a number of other uh, foreign investment houses uh, interested. And this is really due to um, some equity market undervaluation in Japan at the moment, I think. As well as that, we must also bear in mind the, the level of the yen, which implies that Japan may be somewhat cheap in order to um, invest in at the moment. So it's a, it's a very good time for investors in that sense. Um, and also, I would say that the outlook for growth is positive for the rest of the year. And, and this will obviously also be attractive for investors um, and can be a significant uh, factor that they're taking into account. Okay, well, moving on from the stock market to the yen. Now, the yen has strengthened during July at 138 compared to 144 to the dollar at the end of June. What's causing that? Yes, well, I mean, the the level of the yen is uh, significantly affected by what's happening in the US. And this has been the case during 2022 and 2023. So essentially, it's at the behest of what's happening with US inflation and the implications that that has for U.S. monetary policy. Now, what we have seen uh, during July, as you point out, is that there has been some strengthening of the yen um, from its level at the end of June. And this is really due to some uh, softening in, in inflation in, in the U.S. and increased expectations of somewhat of a softer landing in the U.S. And this, of course, helps to um, strengthen the yen because it signifies that the stance of monetary policy in the U.S. may be somewhat less tight than otherwise expected. Yeah, I know the dollar was sliding against most currencies over the last 24 hours. But the stronger the yen, I guess that makes the stock market less attractive because you need more of your foreign currency. If you're, of course, outside of Japan, you need more foreign currency to buy the stocks. How do you see that offsetting the attractiveness of the Japanese stocks? Yeah, well, I think that, you know, one must uh, exercise caution in interpreting too heavily recent events. Um, the, the yen is at 138 at the moment. And if one considers uh, the longer term uh, level of the yen at 138, I think that uh, it's still at a very, uh, you know, low level compared to, to historically. So, um, yeah, sure, in the last couple of weeks, there has been some strengthening in the yen. But if we look at the current level relative to historically um it's it's much uh, weaker than it has been uh, on that basis so i think that in terms of um investor perceptions of of uh value i think uh, the level of the end is still very attractive 
Okay, business sentiment in Japan seems to have improved in Q2, with rising output and consumption, and firms expect inflation to remain above 2%. Um, on the other hand, real wages continue to fall. What are your predictions for the Japan economy over the rest of the year? And what other things are you looking for that could influence it? Yeah, very good question. I think that, you know, as in many other parts of Asia, d domestic demand is currently the, the key driver uh, in Japan. Um, so consumption and private investment is very strong. And this, of course, is helped by the accommodative monetary policy that we see in Japan at the moment. In terms of um, external demand, this is, of course, very uh, weak, not only in Japan, but also in the rest of Asia. And this is largely due to, um, you know, economic developments in Europe and the U.S., which are facing... Uh, higher risks of recession. And I think that um, over the course of the, the rest of the year, there will be a strong influence of what happens in Europe and the US on uh, the outlook for Asian economies overall, and in particular, also for Japan as well. So the external uh, influence will be, will be important, whilst uh, uh, domestic consumption will, will remain strong. Okay, well, the Bank of Japan have a meeting on the 27th and 28th of July. What do you think is going to come out of that? Yeah, well, I think that, you know, inflation has remained above target for quite some time now. So the target, of course, is 2%. Um, and inflation has been running at over 3% for, for quite a while. Um, now, there has been some uncertainty over the past number of months about whether this level of above 3% would be something that is sustainable. Um, obviously, the longer it goes on, the, the more one believes that it is sustainable. Um, and I think that we are at a current juncture now coming up to the meeting, which will be, as you say, on 27th, 28th of July, about what the Bank of Japan uh, believes in terms of its uh, outlook for inflation and growth. So, you know, if we see that um, there's some increase in the projections for inflation and growth, it could signify that we could have some tweaks in the monetary policy um, towards the, the, rest of the, the rest of this year. But um, I think that, yeah, a lot will hinge, of course, also on what happens with wages and whether those wage rises that have taken place will be sustainable as well, because this obviously impacts uh, the extent to which the inflation that we see at the moment is, is sustainable. Yeah, but are real wages still continuing to fall? Well, in Japan, I mean, mm. uh, yeah, real wages at the, at the current juncture um, are not in the, I mean, it, it's a very fine balance between whether nominal wage rises um, will be able to outstrip the rate of inflation at the moment. So I think that um, it remains to be seen uh, whether, whether this will be uh, something that will be achievable over the, over the rest of 2023. OK, let's change track a bit. There's been quite a negative reaction to Japan's plan to release uh, one million tonnes of water from the wrecked Fukushima power plant. Do you see this doing Japan any harm, either in reputation or economic backlash? I mean, already Hong Kong has said that it will ban seafood impo imports from many prefectures. Yeah, there's been some um, negative reaction to this uh, by trading partners of Japan, as you, as you point out. I think that um, I think that 
the Japanese government needs to tread carefully with this, of course, in terms of reputation. Um, one issue to really highlight is that the release of the water is, you know, below the threshold that would uh, incur any danger in terms of radioaction, radioactivity. Um, so perhaps that issue can be communicated more clearly. Um, but I think that, you know, it's obviously an important consideration if it has negative impacts on, on uh, exports uh, f- from Japan. So I think that, yeah, I think it needs to be a carefully considered, uh, you know, cons- it needs to be carefully considered over the, over the next, uh, you know, f- few months whenever it's likely to take place. Absolutely. Well, John Ben, Vice Chair of Research at the Asian Development Bank Institute, thank you very much for joining us today.